is up, Devil fans. Welcome back to the Trap Podcast. It is your boy, Billy Botch, and you are hanging out with Phil Sr. and The Tickle. We are in beautiful Nashville. Maybe even Asheville. <laughs> no end, just the end. <laughs> we're, in Brut- we're in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina, uh, at the uh, Aris Kimpton Hotel in the lobby. And now the place is filled up. There's a lot of people staring at us right now. Pressure's on. Um, but I, I hope you've enjoyed the last episode. We went over some of our hockey history and some of the stuff that we've dealt with along the years and experiences that we've had growing up within the game. Not so much uh, being a Devils fan, but just being a hockey player. It's something I'm really proud to like share with everybody because we spend a lot of time and a lot of effort, a lot of energy. We were very, very passionate about being uh, just... We were hockey players to the core, and uh, it's really cool to be able to share with everybody. So these are very personal stories that um, we thought that you guys might like because maybe it would draw you guys... uh, You have a better understanding as to who we are and who you're listening to and, and, and whatnot. So... We have, uh, we have plenty more, and we're about to hop right back into it. Why waste any time? Dad, you want to start us off? I give do. Me, give me some of your crazy youth hockey stories, being a parent of a hockey player, being a Devils fan. Uh, what do you have? Give me, give me something else. Well, being a parent of a hockey player and you know you have to bring you know you're a parent you have to bring your kids up right so you have to let them know who we like and who we hate and who we hate is very important if you're a devil fan you have to hate the rangers it just goes without saying you know you also have to hate the Flyers. The Flyers are somebody, you know, they're in our, our division, terrible people. You know, anybody from Philly is, is horrible. But we also hated the Islanders. And the Islanders were good at one time. And they gave us a run for our money a lot of times. And, um, you know, back in the 90s, the Devils... The Devils, NHL, NHL was a different game. They played harder. They hit. There was a lot of clutching and grabbing. Are we talking about Casparitis? I am. There was a lot of there was a lot of stuff going on on the ice and stuff, and we had to. It was like uh, fan participation. We had to get into the game, which we still do now. (laughs) I still say really. Stupid stuff at games. No, you don't stuff. think so. Huh? Yeah, you think so? Mm-hmm. Well, kill him with a knife and oh. make me love you. <laughs> or is, or is, I'm sorry, I just came into this conversation no, ha- halfway I, through. Are we talking about Casparitis no, giving us we a are, finger? We, we are. We I'm talking, about, I'm oh, talking okay. about how you have to hate your opponents and... You know, if you're a devil fan, you hate the you hate the Rangers, you hate the Flyers, you hate the Islanders. And the Islanders were like giving us a, a hard time through the year and it was like it was time to make the playoffs and 
Darius Kasparitis played for the Islanders, and he was a madman. And I think, you know, one of the things that I hated him the most for is that I think he possessed my son, Billy. <laughs> Billy played defense in hockey. All the parents hated me because... Yeah, all the parents on the other teams hated me because Billy tried to model his game by Darius. <laughs> and it was like, it's a no-checking league in the summertime. <laughs> and it's like, he's throwing hip checks and everything. But Darius Kasparitis, he was a small guy with a very large drinking habit, and, uh, and he could throw a hip check like nobody else. And I mean, they would, the Devils, when they went back and forth for years and stuff, and we hated him. I mean, we hated him as a player because he was such a good physical player. And, you know, he got into, do you remember who he actually got into it with the game that, you know the game I'm talking about. Yeah. We, he wound up with, they had a game where, where Darius Kasparitis got into a fight, and it was like... Whoever fought him, maybe it was Mike Peluso or Randy McKay or whoever it was, got into a fight with him. And um, they had just lost to the worst team in the league, Ottawa Senators. And we just couldn't let it go. Where when he got into the fight, we had to run to, <laughs> to where they get off the ice. He was being like escorted. He was, thrown be, out. he was being kicked off the ice. He was being kicked off the ice. And we saw this happen, and we were like, we got to let him know what we think and stuff. And we had the white towels because it was like, it was like part of the playoff thing. And uh, we were like blowing our nose and it, throwing it down as he's leaving the ice. And we're, we're chanting, Ottawa, Ottawa. And he turns around all pissed off and looks up at us, me, Billy, and Kyle, and gives us a double finger. <laughs> yeah, he gives us and a finger. It was yeah. like, we were like, Yes, yes, yes. We pissed him off. He heard us. Yes, he heard us. He heard us. That was that was like that was pretty good. That was pretty good devil game for us. Oh man, I mean, I love to this day. I love Darius Kasparitis. He is one of my all-time favorite hockey players. He was five foot ten, I think it was. Yo. This guy was a wrecking ball, looking for a problem at all times. Was also a great defenseman, could also move the puck, could also skate, but was one of the strongest small people I've ever seen on my on his feet ever in hockey. And the thing I liked about him is he didn't who you were. He literally went uh, after he Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux. Yeah, like yeah. he went after everybody, and he had this like. I the, wish he was a devil. He was one of the only, like... He wound up playing for Mario Lemieux, too. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the only, like, Lithuanian players ever in the NHL, and he and he had this look on him where his eyes were, like, glazed over, and he did a lot of damage to Eric Lindros on top of Scott Stevens. He, yeah. no, he knocked oh, Lindros off. Um, and you're right, like, I did. I, I wore number 11 after Darius Kasparitis for a very long time, and... You hit, right. the, you hit the nail on the head. It would be a non-checking league, and we would be losing by four goals, and there'd be five minutes left in the game. 
And some kid would just, you know, total scumbag move, but some kid would just be coming down the boards and I would just, I had the strength on my feet, which is like, if you know anybody that's thrown a hip check or gotten low on somebody, the key is you have to be very strong. Like you have to have such leg strength. And I would like, like stick somebody in their defense. They didn't know it was coming. It wasn't supposed to be able to happen. Or... They weren't expecting it because it was a uh, non-checking league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they didn't expect it because it was no. Yeah. And and I would just like, <clears throat> like you, your your ass is such a huge asset. Oh, I like that. I like your that. Ha- your ass is a huge asset if you're a defenseman because if you have that strength and you have that speed where you could skate backwards and wedge somebody off it you can stick someone really really hard and it hurts because it's the biggest part of your body really it's like you hit somebody in their hip center of gravity it's right. it goes a long way and he really mastered it like he really he did. did and uh and that you was, duplicated it that, and all the parents hated me yeah. because you were my son I had it was gotten, like I would get the looks. I would have 200 eyes on me in the balcony, like looking at me like, that's your son. It's like, yeah, I know. I, it wasn't cool, actually. I actually, I, re- I regret doing it. But I took it really serious. And uh, at the time, I, I didn't. I didn't give a... F- I, w- I was... No, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. No, no. Summer, if it's a- summer, you're not allowed to do it. In the winter, you are allowed to do it. It's like... Or there I, would be somebody... I could see where this you is could what be would happen. confused. And, I could, and I'm going to, like, try to defend myself for five seconds. What would happen was these kids would get on the ice and they would play knowing there was no checking and then they would do stupid, like, slash you or stick you or, or, or whatever. And then... They knew that you couldn't hit him, so there was no regard. There was no regard for right. that part of the right. game. And then it was like, "Yo, listen, like, if you take it too far, like, I'm gonna then lay, I'm gonna take it. I'm far. going to lay a clean check on you, despite, as you should. Despite it, despite it being illegal at this point, this is what happens when you play real hockey if you hit somebody. And that's what I did. Like, I just tried to. And I was not a tough guy. Like, I don't pretend to be a tough guy. That's not my game. I like. But if I had to get physical, you know what was crazy was the first game of every year, I guess I just had so much aggression built up inside of me that I would just, and I remember. Had? <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, I'm talking about, I'm back in the day. So here, like, like Hunter Dowd and like these kids that would play that were like really good. And I would go out there and I would just try to lay like I was like a I was like a third or fourth line player. That's how I would play. And then like three weeks would go by and then I'd start playing like my skill game and like getting into it and playing, you know, whatever. And then I'd look back and be like, holy shit, I just went after that. Guy. What was I thinking? That guy could kill me at any moment. You know what I mean? But I just at that point, like you can't. It's unmatched, it's like dad strength kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it was unmatched. So that was that was something. But yeah, Darius Kasparaitis to me will always be uh, one of my favorite hockey players that's ever lived. And us blowing our nose in the towels, throwing them down at him, and him giving us the double finger. Classic. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the yeah. classic times. Yeah. 
Kyle. Yeah. What? You got one? Um, I, I was gonna I was going to to give another one, but uh, now that we're talking about uh, kind of like dad strength, um, I remember uh, I had a tryout for the Garden State Games. I remember that, and I wound up making uh, making the team, and it was probably eleven or twelve at the time, and. Uh, going into the locker room with a bunch of guys, you know, the the Garden State games was basically open to to anyone that was playing, uh, you know, travel hockey or whatever at, at the time. And so it was all people that you didn't know. And I went up making the team and going into the locker room with my new team, a bunch of guys that I didn't know. And uh, I, I I go into the locker room and. You know, everyone's putting their pads on and stuff like that, basically naked. And it, there's a guy with like straight up hair on his chest <laughs> and like a beard. And I was like, I thought he was the the coach, but it was like, no, he was one of my teammates. I was a late bloomer, didn't hit puberty until I was like 21. Uh, and I was like, you have to be kidding me. Like we're playing on the same team. Like, I was like a little rubber, you know, just doll co- compared to this man. And, uh, but yeah, wound up, uh, actually I had a good good outing. Uh, you did. You yeah, scored yeah. two goals. Yeah. You but, scored uh, two goals. You made the paper. But, but um, it... But yeah, no. But seeing seeing someone with someone with real hair on their chest for the first well, time, I still don't have hair on my you chest. Were in, you were playing in you were playing in a tournament in Montreal, and it was the first time we were ever in Montreal. We stayed at the great hotel that had the underground mall. We stayed at the Desjardins. Huh? The Desjardins. Yeah, and the oh, first right, yeah. game. You came out. I can remember you coming out of the locker room after um, after you guys played, and you go, "Dad, they got beards. They shave." You were like twelve years <laughs> yeah, old, yeah. and they were they were they were you know. All yeah. fairness, we're we're not a big giant. Our gene pool is that Canadian not, milk. Yeah, our our gene pool is not made for like six foot five. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're small it, it's people. actually a good. It's actually this is a good a good segue to one of my stories. So that was the Can Am tournament when we were in Montreal. We did it was yes. yeah we yeah, did the yeah, Can Am yeah. tournament in Montreal, the Canadian American Hockey Tournament, and uh, we played. Uh, not me, Kyle played on a team. It's weird, like. So my brother plays on a hockey team that's like a traveling team and or a double A team or whatever. And I mean, I played too, but like when you're traveling that much with one team, you become like part of this whole like world. You're, you're you a definitely were. You definitely were. A world to where like my best friends were traveling and like our, there was like love triangles and like everything <laughs> yeah. that goes on yeah. with like traveling on the road with a bunch of teenagers my, my first my first kiss actually happened on a can-am tour <laughs> obvious oh really Did it? yeah oh 
I had, it had to be a shade of Rob. Bit. Rob, I'm sorry. It's Justine Pre- Prendamano. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Wow, that's yeah. that's. She's doing good for herself, too. Good for her. Yeah. Um, I still love you, Justine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, you know, actually, the first time I ever got drunk was at a Can-Am tournament. Lake Placid. Oh, hold on. Yeah, so I, think hold we, on. I think everybody knows about hold, that Hold one. on, yeah, yeah. So, um, so these Can-Am tournaments are a big deal. And, uh, like, all the best teams, and it depends. If you're a double-A AA or a triple-A, you play in a different level and, and whatnot. And... The best hockey team that Kyle ever played on, despite it not being a double-A team, was the was the Tom River Blackhawk team, and we brought it up in the last episode with Kevin Kelt and Sean Matthews and Joe Walchesson and, I mean... Kevin Kelt. Fred, Freddie Gimble. Yep. Um, and uh, they ended up... And they had this coach, Chris Canale, that we talked about, who was, like, this young guy who was a really great hockey player, and he decided to take it amongst himself to try to tr- turn this program around. So they go up to this Can-Am tournament. It's at Lake Placid. And they're like serious underdogs. And they're playing on Just these... in case you can't remember all the players here. Here's the, uh, here's oh, the program wow. from Look that Can-Am. Jesus. And Kyle, here. Here's a, here's a uh, autograph photograph of you uh, at, uh, at that Can-Am My game. lord. Come on, man. Dead. I think I no, went a little uh, above and beyond for where this Where did one. you get for, all of this real. stuff? Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, wow. He just brought out the the whatever this would be called. It's a Lake Placid one. They're in there and they have the entire team and the. Uh... Here, find the team for me. All right. All right. Here. So uh, the point is they, they go out and they start to play and, and they're winning. And, and we knew they had a good team, but Tom's River has never really had a very good hockey team program to begin with and they're kicking ass and they're starting to beat teams that are way over out of their league and they're punching out of their weight class this dude kevin kelp was literally like six foot two and maybe 165 pounds 170 pounds and had the smoothest skating stride i've ever seen on a 12 year old in my life he, he was a 12-year-old a man. He was a man. Yeah. And his dad would yell, Fire the Scud missile! <laughs> and he would take a slap shot from... Ha- from, from, from the red line. From literally. the red line, wait, from wait, center the ice. Mighty Ducks, who was the kid that took the shot? Yeah, Fulton Reed. It was, yeah, he yes, was Fulton it Reed. was that but shot. He could, but he had all the skills. And literally, like, once a week, we would go on the road, and they would play some team, and, they, and it would be some kid who was the best player on their team would be skating down the boards and he would let them get right into the right position and he would do the Darius Kasparitis or he would do any, you know, Nick Cromwell and he would lead with his ass backward crossover and just completely demolish somebody until an an ambulance would come and they would have to take the kid out on an ambulance. Week after week after week. And you think there would be a book out on this kid at this point? Like he was probably he was I, probably I re- close to six foot tall. I remember. No, no he, he was de- no, he definitely he was over six. He definitely was, was a big. I, he was. I big remember kid. the first practice where Chris Canale was like, "Kyle, you're going up against Kevin." I'm like, in front of the net. 
I'm like, <laughs> like okay, like, all of five he, foot he, tall. Yeah, like literally not, probably not even five foot tall. This is like a six right, foot right. two man. Like, just I'm like, what the hell is going to happen to me? Literally, like, what is going to happen to me? And but Kevin was just such a gentle exactly. soul. He was like, exactly. it was like he wouldn't he, do it. He didn't. To you. He didn't he need to. Do it to. It's you. like he didn't need to exert his dominance right. that we right. all knew that but he they, had over but me. But they also they called you the garbage right. man because Kyle would get in front of the net and stuff, and he would wind up. He would always wind up getting the puck on his stick and score the garbage goal. It would be like the goal, the rebound and stuff, and they're not garbage goals. He was like a Polish Dino Cicerelli. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like he would just put them in. Even in the Garden State games, it was the same thing. It was like, you scored two goals in that game, and there were kids. I could remember, I'm not going to say their name, but there were twins that played on your team that were like, why is Kyle playing on this team and stuff? Like they were bigger, faster and stuff, but they couldn't score a goal. And you would, you know. Uh, big shout out to RJ Van Duzer that was on oh, that team. Oh, the RJ. Yeah. Love the, the RJ. RJ. So they go up to Lake Placid, and they're playing all these teams, and they start winning. And momentum starts carrying on. It's like almost like getting hot going into the playoffs. And they were a good team to begin with. We knew how good they were. And next thing you know, they're playing for the gold medal. And they're playing on the 1980 yeah, 1980 the Miracle on Ice. Ice rink. Yeah. And they win the gold medal on the 1980 Miracle on Ice rink. And, and just being a part of it as a as a brother was like this incredible thing. There was a ton of people there. It was really competitive. These people were not jerking around. This is a big deal. And um it was the peak it was, of it was the peak of my life. Yeah, <laughs> it was it's the Can it, Am it, it, it's it, a Can Am Cup. It's it, the American Canadian Yeah. Cup. No, it was, it was like it was pretty big deal. No, it was, it was definitely the the coolest thing I've ever done. And I would so have to was, agree. I'm saying sports in, I'm saying and and just being being a part of that team with all, all of the people that we've already mentioned, I mean... They were our it, family. They, ex- again, it was just... It was it was such a deep, deep bond. It, it was very deep. It'll yeah. never yeah. end. Yeah. It, I'm saying... And, and again, it was just... All of my, my best friends, people right. in my wedding, and, right. you know, I mean... By the time that last game came, and you were playing Bridgewater for, for the final, for the cup and stuff, I couldn't... We were all like trying to yell and cheer for you, and nobody had anything left. Your like voice was gone. If you've yeah. ever been to a really good devil game and you screamed your head off the next day, how you can't do it? Do it for three days. It's like yeah. we had no voice. Yeah. So so they win they win the gold and they get this huge plaque or, or yeah trophy yeah it was or, it was a plaque, it was a plaque. Yeah. yeah it was just like a big plaque with like a gold medallion in the middle of it. It was huge and. Was it Jared Horn? It was Jared Horn. Jared, <laughs> I love you, baby. I love you. I love Jared. I know. Jared, Jared surfing tens down in Costa yes, right now. I love uh, Jared. I absolutely love him. And he dropped this yeah. the trophy and broke yeah, it. Yeah, he, dro- he dropped the trophy. <laughs> I mean, like they yeah, passed yeah. the cup. As you should. You're as you should. You know what I mean? Yeah. People drop just, the Stanley Cup. I've like, never seen that. But it just happened. Yeah. So, like, 
not this past year, the year before, they dropped the Stanley Cup multiple times. It was all bent out. Um, but either way, like, uh, yeah, good on, good on all you guys. That was, I was a witness to it, and it was one of the best hockey moments in my yeah. entire life. Right. That and was all a, the hockey it, parents that are there watching the game that are doing, it takes a lot to be a hockey parent. And um, as a lot of you guys that are listening know, I remember, you know, going to, I remember after hockey, after you were done playing hockey, when you went to college and stuff, we were like going, going over Vinny's house and his father, Enzo, saying, I used to go hunting all the time. I used to be a big hunter, loved it. And he was like, we're going. And I was like, oh man, I'd love to do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. He's like, how come you haven't been hunting? And I was like, I have no idea. And then I wound up thinking about it. And it was like, because I've been living in hockey rinks for yeah. for the last yeah. 12 years and stuff. But um, yeah, it's that was that was a lot of fun. All right. Who's I up got, next? I got a good one. Okay. I got a real good one. <laughs> Go for it. This is like, this is my sweet this spot. This is too easy. This, no, it is too easy. It's like, you know, we talk about Right hockey. after the Randy McKay Hall of Fame Wait, induction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know. The Billy, Ring of Honor. No, yes. Billy is like, Billy's like Rain Man when it comes to like stats and stuff. And, and sure. then when he starts talking about hockey, it's like, you do know, you, you know too much. But it's like, and I can't, I don't have that gene where I could, like, rattle, rattle off, off stats, yeah. this stuff. Or not even just come up with the logic that he comes up with. It's very, you're listening to somebody that has a lot of information that's all good information. But talking about the kids, this is easy. Um, one of my best, if not it could be my best, is... We're in Philadelphia. We're at the Spectrum. Ooh. And Kyle's playing Mites go. on Ice. And Mites on Ice, if you don't have kids in hockey, is you go to a professional hockey game, and they pick a couple teams that go, and in intermission, they go on the ice, and they play a game. And they're five-year-old kids, and they're just, you know, not a lot of skill, but they're skating up and down. So, you know, we're in Philadelphia, and the kids skate on the ice, and they boo you. It's like you're not wearing a flyer jersey. They're going to start booing you. And it's like Fucking you're classless booing five-year-old yeah. kids. Are you serious? But Kyle and Rob Prendamano. No, 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 no. This, you're... you're, you're you're, I already know where you're going, and you're, already, you're mixing up two different there's stories. There's two fights. Well, Kyle I'm got into yeah. two fights. I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about a Mike. Okay, so I'm just gonna go general. This is uh, Mike on ice. Yep. Kyle's going out there to play. Him and his buddy Rob Prendamano, good friend of his, who kissed his sister for the first time at a tournament. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, they go out on the ice and they're 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 playing and it's like everybody's like ha ha ha. And then all of a sudden him and Rob drop the gloves. No, this so, so Okay, uh, so uh, I I'm, have gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the, the, the set record right. straight. Set it right. Okay. So we played at the spectrum. Yep. 
and I wind up scoring a goal. Right. And they booed when they announced my name. Right. So they booed me. <laughs> so, so they booed me. Love and, it. And the Philly Boo Birds. And I, listen, I lived in, just a, a little bit of background, I lived in Philly for a while, um, and Philly is so trashy, I respect them. Um, I'm being completely honest. I, I really do respect the amount of grime that comes out of the Broad Street bullies, the entire reputation. You, you could talk to, I've literally heard GMs from the NHL talk about if there's one team literally in professional sports that could influence a game through sheer grit right. and and just uh, just the historicity of just being a badass it's it's the flyers and totally hate them but absolutely re- respect them so Philly boos me after scoring a goal might on ice Big, big deal. Wind up doing my on ice again at Brendan Byrne, you know, in the Meadowlands. And me and Rob Prendamano, again, like right. best friends. Right. And we decide to, like, basically put it on a show and fight right. each other. Right. You know, you know, just like, you, you know, it's it's glove, gloves and helmets. Let's give yeah. the people what they yeah. want. Yeah, exactly. Just gloves and helmets just kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> and... It literally the Jersey Devil went the Jersey Devil nuts, the Jersey right? Devil comes over to to us and it's like <laughs> I didn't even realize that it was like a a, 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 a mascot a, a, a human ice. being you know <laughs> at the time it just he was just you know I'm six or seven years old and it's like he's just it's like he's just he's like Santa Claus basically right. and he's like guys what, what are you doing what are you doing break it up break it up break it up it's like i'm like the jersey the the jersey, the jersey devil is yelling at me right now like what the hell is like like it's like i didn't even know that he had a voice that he could talk like he's got, he's got like a nicky nork accent yeah, yeah. Just, he's he's yelling at me right now he's one cigarette smoke like, yes. <laughs> So yeah, he he basically chewed the shit out of me. But and everybody Brenda. cheered. Everybody yeah. went no, nuts. Oh, the whole crowd was going nuts. It was, was, like, nuts. It yeah. was like, there's a fight, and then other. And we're right, like standing in the crowd, and we're like, oh my god, I'm like, Kyle's fighting Rob, <laughs> <laughs> and they're fighting like fighting like in like the whole game's gone behind. The sticks are dropped. They're fighting around. And we're like, look at him go, get him, get him. And, so, and we're like, Jesus Christ, like this is a fight this is on why ice. we love hockey. This is why we love hockey. Oh my it's god, it's like this is all great stuff. We uh, you know, we'll keep it with the Devils for a second, but uh. I mean, one of the best hockey moments of my life was um, we had a very weird situation that surrounded us uh, around the Devil's Stanley Cup win. So we were season ticket holders. We had half a season, so we would go to 21 games a year. Um, more than more than that, because you wound right. up they wouldn't dead wound up bu- buying Stanley every yeah. We went to we went yeah, to a lot yeah, of games yeah. and uh, and. You know, we had all the tickets through the playoffs, and actually, like one of the stories that I have that I'll just gonna, I'm gonna just 
you know, mesh in with this was we had a game where we were in the playoffs and we were playing the Buffalo Sabres and somebody threw a beer on the oh, bench at Glenn so Sather, who is the coach of the yeah. Buffalo Sabres at the time. And our seats were, like I said, in section 21. We were right behind the opposing teams, the away team's bench, 19 rows up. And someone threw a beer on the coach, Glenn Sather, and the team turned around and started climbing over the glass and fighting the fans. And I remember being a kid, and fans were running down to get into the fight right, to right, start right. fighting the players. And, right. and literally, it was in our section, rows away. Right. We had the, the fans were fighting the Buffalo Sabres. Right. And, like like it was 1960 right. or 1950, yeah. you know what I mean? And I was I like, like Googled that to try and find what it's game there. it was. No, well I Googled it and I couldn't find no, it. No, they have a clip on YouTube. It's from like Sports oh, Center. Man. Yeah. It was like I really wanted to find that because I was like, that was one of the most memorable oh, times. That was crazy. We could um, we could do an entire I mean we could, we could actually have a whole separate podcast oh, just of fights. fights that All right, here, wait, let's just we're going to get into the 1995 uh, yeah. Stanley yep. Cup thing. But while we're talking about fighting in the stands, let's get into Devils, Flyers, seat brawls. Right. Yeah. No. Right. And they were all 300 seat brawls. The Flyers well, there was would only, come down. There was, only two, there was only 200 sections. All right. Well, but it was a 200. It was literally... This was not the Prudential Center. This was not even... Things were just different. It was it was it wasn't even continental yet. It was wildly, radically right. different. Well, they would radically buy, different. They would yeah, buy yeah. they would buy sections and stuff and they would be in the upper decks and it was like it's like the Roman Empire and stuff like that. I'm, I, I literally... Nice, I, I nice cultural drop right there. No, yeah, well, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. The Roman Empire, actually, the rich people were up top because they used to, like, pee and poop on the poor people down on is the bottom. Right? It is right. I, I remember, um, again, Fun I was probably kids out there. not even 10 years old, but felt like an old soul being at, at the... At a game, and it was Halloween, and there was—I'm pretty sure it was a Bill Guerin fight, but it was fucking love me some Bill Guerin. Yeah, you know, it, I, I'm pretty sure. It, Bill Guerin. I'm pretty was sure like it was a, a, a Flyers game. Either way, it was—it was Halloween, and it was just—I mean—an absolute melee. Incredible, just like hundreds of punches thrown, connecting to the face, and just blood everywhere. Well, we used to go to and the games, and it would be like, stop well, well, watching them. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about literally on the. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was it was on the ice, and there was a little kid who was probably like six months younger than me, who probably was at his first hockey game. And his dad was like... Kyle was already smoking butts out. In yeah, he was already smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was yeah, in yeah, the concourse yeah, yeah. with dad. I, I would put my butts out in my Bud Light and drink them. Um, 
and his dad was like, "Oh, the blood! It's just, it's, it's just, for, it's just for Halloween! It's just oh, for Halloween!" Oh I was like, "Yeah, it's just for Halloween, buddy!" Yeah. Like, and again, yeah, come I'm here, like, listen, kid. I'm like eight years old. You I'm put like, your arm around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. No, do you remember we 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 saw? But it was like behind one of the goals. It was the opposing team's goal, and there was two full sections, and one full section was a bunch of Flyer fans, and the other one was a bunch of Devils fans. And they got into a fight. And when I tell you there was 20 rows of people fighting there. Right. Literally right. women pinwheeling yeah. down the stairs. Yeah. Like, like, I had never seen anything like that in my life. And, no. I'd been to, and I had giant season tickets, and I've seen a lot of crazy shit. There were so many. It was like, it was like, uh, give them nothing. <laughs> Take from them everything. It was, Are you no, not entertained? No, it, no, and it, no, and it was. And it was, and it was dad yelling at us. And like, right. Because we, we would be, be like, looking up. You'd be looking we, up we'd be because looking at, the cheers. The, game. the cheers the game. would start. The cheers would start when... Where they cheers the fight started. <laughs> How, they were cheers. The people would be like, yeah, yeah. Like, come, come. They would be like yelling. And stuff, and you guys would stop watching the game and look. Are you not entertained? And I'd be like, stop <laughs> right. watching that. Watch the hockey right, game. Right. It was like that's how, what we're how about, to say. How about before they had uh, the nets up? Oh and my god, people, people getting just getting kids so, getting. I mean, so we were children. <laughs> now listen, hold up. We were children, and we oh, would yeah. we would go behind the nets during warmups. And I was literally 10 or 12 years old, and I'd be telling a grown man in 1990 with, like, slick back hair and, like, a leather jacket on, smoking a Marlboro Red, like, listen, pal, you're standing in the wrong spot. And he'd be like, be like who the fuck is this kid? I'm like, you need to move down. You're going to get your head blown up. And, like, seriously, yeah, no. and people were getting killed with hockey pucks oh my during God. warm ups. It was so sad. <laughs> guy well, I, next uh, to Kyle caught a slap he, shot. Yeah, guy no, next yeah. to Kyle catches a slap shot over the glass just like broken hand unbelievable like reaches up, grabs the puck hits him square in the hand. He's able to close his fingers on it, looks at Kyle, gives it to him, and then looks at his hand and he probably broke every Every bone in that hand. It no, was like his no, hand it, completely it was sad. turned. We black. saw all kinds of people getting taken out. But in I'm stretchers saying people. Like, I'm saying pe like it, it wasn't. It wasn't even just warm ups. Warm ups. No, it, it was, was like people during the game, not like attention. getting getting right. shot in, yeah, in the no, corner and stuff. Awful. I mean, it was it was awful. like brutal. Awful. It was like like that happened a barbarian. Lot. No. People were getting taken out on stretchers right. and getting I hit. Right. I know, and it happened too many times. It did, and then stuff. people and started thank wearing. God, they started then, putting the nets. Well, on. people started wearing. Kids started wearing masks. Right. right, right. And it was like, but warm-ups, you would hit that level that was the one level right above the glass. So right. where if a puck got deflected or rang off a crossbar, the hardest, the the hardest speed it can come at you would be right there. And people would just be hanging out there shooting the shit. And meanwhile, the team's warming up and they're shooting 20 pucks at, at the net. No one's paying it. You know, you can't. Nobody could possibly pay attention to what's going on. And people were just that didn't know what was going on. I'd be like, yo, you need to move, dude. Like, you're going to get killed. Like, what was the connection with Kyle and Claude Mew? Like, 
Claude Lemieux threw you how many pucks? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, you I mean, guys, I mean, because we were so uh, we kind of talked about it, but we're there every night. Kyle, Kyle, and 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 Claude Lemieux became friends. Pep. Yeah, yeah. No, Pep. No. Like, yeah. They they literally became friends, and like I was there, he and knew I knew he was there. He knew. I he witnessed was the be whole thing, spot. and I stood right next to him, and I actually was never offended that I never got a puck or anything. It was just right. like. They had, like, they just knew each other. And Claude Lemieux used to set up, you know, the same way that the players do now. They all have their spot on ice that they warm up during the warm-ups. And Claude Lemieux is so giant. People have no idea. Claude Lemieux is as wide as a thumb truck. And it's like... His legs were as wide as my my yeah, his torso. Head, everything. His face was purple. Uh, yeah, his, <laughs> no, like literally. He, he was huge, and he just uh, and then it was sick. I mean, well, like he's a legendary no. player, and like, we love Claude Lemieux because he worked out a deal with the Devils to get us uh, Timo, right? Isn't he Timo's? Well, uh, we love Claude Lemieux for more reasons. No, I know we do. Like, but I Stanley mean, Cups. He, he just was one of the most on clutch going. players. Claude Lemieux should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, I know. Even I remember. Um, I remember <laughs> he won the Conn Smythe the Trophy. Rabbit, the I, rabbit punch I, off the bench. That was. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. That's, for, that's, he won the Conn Smythe Trophy. For he Brett, did. Brett, Absolutely. Brett, Brett and, and rightly yeah. so. And he won a Stanley so. Cup. And he won a Stanley Cup. Absolutely. With Colorado. Absolutely. With Colorado. But and he won a Stanley Cup with Montreal. Right. And But Joe Sackick, who is one of my favorite hockey players ever um i forget who he was talking to i forget what context it was in but um him saying to to somebody he was like get the puck to 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 claude he is always wide open i don't know how the hell he does it but he's always wide open for such a big guy yeah it's like he he was just he had it on a different I mean, level. He, he really did. An incredible player. Yeah. An incredible. I, and I understand why All everybody would hate him. There's hate, a lot of. Absolutely. You know. Well, he's, but he's in, listen, Brad Marchand. Exactly. In the same way that it's like, I, I respect. You res- everybody respects Brad, Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand. You have it's to. Like, the yeah. guy is right. such a good hockey player. You could hate him all you want. The guy's yeah. an amazing hockey player. Right. Yeah. No, so, it's like, I, I hate seeing him on the ice. It's like, goddamn, we're going to get scored against. He's literally that effective and that good. So. One of my favorite hockey moments to me was we had these season tickets and we had the playoff tickets and we went to all these playoff games and um, we had tickets to the Stanley Cup final and Detroit was heavily favored going in. I mean, they were supposed to be the team. We were going to get absolutely demolished. We were supposed to get swept, you know? And, um, And they had... You know, they were like the schedule came out, and um, my aunt had a birthday party that was scheduled for the day that Game Four would have been. And obviously, there's no way to nobody know. Nobody thought there was. So nobody be, thought yeah. it was going to be in a sweep, especially on the way to the Devils. So we traded our tickets in to get Game Six tickets, and sure enough, the Devils go on and they sweep. Um, Detroit and obviously that entire playoff series to me was incredibly special the Randy McKay goal like jumping on the glass and um, the whole thing the Scott Niedermeyer goal and it's, but I'm saying but 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 regardless of not being there no no I'm, I'm about to get into that okay go ahead 
and then the Scott Stevens hit on Kozlov and You're Next and everything, which I just saw that license plate today, which right. says You're yeah. Next, yeah. which is so cool. Um, but they win that Stanley Cup after what had happened in 1994, and obviously that was, I think, sucked a lot of people in and got them involved in arguably the greatest hockey series in, in NHL, modern NHL I history. Agree. I definitely agree. You know, no matter how many times I watch Game 7 in the 1994 Eastern Conference Finals, I, I still always think this is one of the best hockey games I've ever yeah, seen playing. Yeah, totally. Um, but with that said... The Devils end up winning the Stanley Cup, and I just remember how emotionally I was involved with at the team and how many games we went to, and I remember we weren't there, which was, like, bittersweet, but we were able to, like, celebrate in the most genuine... Authentic. And you and guys authentic ran up and down the streets. No, so, I'm saying we, we literally just... At, like ran through. It was like neighborhood. The, the, the I'm saying like our entire neighborhood. Right now, we like had devil flags. I, and we had all this came stuff. Came home and there were flags hanging outside. Uh, so. it, it was like we went nuts. Every like, single every single goal we were going out on the the back porch and banging blower, pots yeah, and pans yeah. and it was like I mean. It did. It literally didn't even matter that we weren't right. there. We were. We were like there a in part spirit. Of it. Yeah, no, but you the, know, we were you know. totally part of it. Best and part about it is people are going to do that now. No, our I know. team well, is that good. Well, uh, where no. this is this is, is there? Gonna I mean, happen. There, this is definitely. There's the, never a first. You can't. No, there's no way that you could replicate that. But I'm saying there's. This is the most exciting. Devils team right. that we've had. In, sure, this is going to be the first for a lot of people that aren't our age right. that didn't see that, that only saw the crap that we've been watching for the last ten years. That they're going to see this now. It's so. I good. just remember running through the neighborhood and toilet oh paper God. in houses, and it was like people, people literally, people like, literally stopping on the streets. It was like they won, yeah, they <laughs> yeah, won, like knocking on cars and stuff. As kids, like we were kids, yeah. literally just running around the neighborhood, right. just like it was like it was mischief night, just like yeah, exactly, you know, just. Absolute. I want to say I was egging houses, yeah. but I wasn't. Yeah, right, right, like, right. Yeah. Like, but literally, like people getting out of their cars, like, oh my god, they won! Yeah, it was. It was, it was just a special like, time. It was yeah. the. It, it's like that. It the best listen, times of your you're life. 60, you're, you could relate. You're sixty-five. All of us here, we're all going to die. That is going to be literally one what? of. The most special nights. Right. Uh, what do you, what like, you remember? I'm saying, I'm saying that is something. I don't remember a lot of stuff. We're all gonna I die. I remember that, like it, like the back of my hand. That right. it was like the most important night <laughs> right. uh, of of yeah. my that life. That was a big much deal. more yeah. important than. I'm saying I, the day you were born. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I know, but I know exactly what you're saying, and you're 100. percent You're 100 percent right. There's just like, and that's that's the beauty of of that's the beauty of Sports. having a team that you love so much. Like we love the Devils, we love the Giants, love the Devils a little more. Oh, I love the I Giants. Mean, I do too, and I'm blue, you know, I'm blue through and through. But I mean, it's like this is like 
this is like it creates some of the best memories yeah. ever and now you guys got kids and i hear luke kyle your son yeah, saying yeah. like go devils go devils and stuff yeah. and he's two years old it's like i could only think we took her we took uh charlie yeah. to a devil game in in uh the florida panthers in a limo and stuff it's like this is it man yeah. it doesn't get any better than this it's like yeah. so i i remember uh Scott Niedemeyer, after the, after we got done running through the neighborhood, and they had him like on on the news, like like afterwards, and they were interviewing. He wasn't even twenty one. Couldn't couldn't legally drink, you know, the champagne from the cup at the time. Had his girlfriend sitting on his lap, and it was like, it, it, it's just, it's like all of that stuff is just imprinted on my entire being right there's there's no getting away from any of that it's who we are um now with all of the great stuff that has come hockey obviously brings uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit that comes with hockey too and like it takes a you got to be a tough to play hockey and it would be we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't bring this up so we everyone that's played at any kind of competitive level has gotten injured at some point. Um, and I, I remember I took a stick to the face in front of the house. I remember. And uh, basically you could picture like if someone was winding up to take a slap shot and then I was skating up from behind them and when the stick came up, it kind of went up and caught my face. It caught my lip and my gums and up through my nose. And, like, a stick to his skin is, like, knife through butter. And it, it ripped me apart. And I remember, like, falling to my... I fell down, obviously, and, like, was holding my... I had my gloves on, and I was holding my face. And I, like, looked down, and I had a pool of blood in my hands, and I got really scared. And I, like, skated up to the front steps... And I like, crawled my way into the house and mom held me down and like it was it was nasty and I had this crazy scar on my gums for a while and it was really funky but nothing compares to what happened to Kyle and and I don't you know I'm not trying to bring the mood down but obviously Kyle took a stick to the face in front of the house and Joey the wall Joey Wall. Oh, my Joey, God. Joey man. the Wall, baby. It was, that was I love you, Waiting to go to, Wait, hold to on, hockey hold on, practice. Hold on. So Kyle, we're, we played hockey in front of our house every day. That we, If we weren't on the ice, we were playing in front of the house. And, um, and like, we used to, me and Kyle used to get into it, like, pretty bad. Like, I'd be punching his head into the pavement and stuff. Like, stupid, stupid older brother stuff. But one time in particular... Joe trying to like make a hockey move on him ends up hitting my brother in the face with a stick and then knocks all four of my brother's front teeth out and then removes his front his lip his top lip and like it was a nightmare if you were I couldn't imagine being a parent and seeing that and I couldn't imagine being 12 or 13 years old and having that happen to you um, it was super panic mode the neighbor was a doctor who came out and picked his 
teeth up off the street. They were knocked out from the root. So if you've ever seen a tooth that's knocked out, it's very long. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, which is like the funny funniest part. She's literally an emergency room no, doctor. I know. But we didn't no, know. No, we that didn't. No, we didn't. Then. No, I, I'm not criticizing. No, well, I'm that's saying fine. I was panicking, panicking was too. Two. But I'm just saying, it was like the funniest thing. It was like she did the exact right thing that you should do and it was like she did shut up get out of the way and i <laughs> stiff armed her i stiff armed her he was like like, Derek Henry type shit. <laughs> like, like i stiff armed her like barkley like hitting her to the, like get out of here and stuff and i i he's got to go to the hospital and it's like she's an emergency it was room bad. doctor it was real bad he he had all of his teeth knocked out his front four teeth knocked out <laughs> I, I literally just went to the, the dentist uh, this week and they were like um, they were like oh my god your your teeth you've had them since you were 12 years old I was like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you were supposed to have yeah. them replaced like 10 years ago 12 years 15 years ago no no yeah, they 15, thought they were by the yeah, time six, you were 20 six, 16 years ago yeah um, but um but yeah, no, they were like, oh, but they're in great shape. You're, oh, you're, was you're, you're so doing great. Scary. That was a, so scary. I, I grabbed a towel, shoved it in your face, and like, I just like didn't well, listen tell, to tell, anything. And what'd you, Rusty was. What'd you, do, what'd you do that night? Well, I wound up, I grabbed a towel, I throw it in his face, and I take him to the emergency room rather than letting Rusty help him and, and go there. And this guy, he's got to be, he's got to be 300 pounds. This big orderly, like, lays on top of him because Kyle, he took the entire top part of his lip out. Right. And he's got to give him shots in there to blow it up so a plastic surgeon could come and create a new lip. Right. And um, I'm, like, sick watching this and stuff. Gets it done. We're on our way home. I stop at the hub. You know, uh, Tom's River. Uh, yeah, yeah. Le legendary. Yeah, legendary landmark. bar. Yeah. And I buy, I buy a six pack of like tall boys and like <laughs> chug them. It was the most upsetting thing I've ever, uh, ever seen in my life. Yeah, Watching no. this guy like lay on top of them while they stick. Yeah. So Kyle, in Kyle his lost face. his entire front lip on top of all of his teeth. And um, you would never know. You look at him now, he's the most no. handsome guy you'll wow. ever see in your yeah. entire life. Yeah. Uh, besides carried away. And then, uh, yeah. but uh, with that said, it was one of the most. I wish that Joe broke my nose. So <laughs> this way I wouldn't have an excuse to get a nose yeah. job. So my point is uh, when you're so young, like if you were, you know, if you're 18 and you lose your teeth, it's like you're a little bit more grown up. You're 12 years old. You lose your forefront teeth. You have to have plastic surgery. You got a lot going on to get back out there on the ice, continue to play, and like kind of not miss a beat. We continue to play as if it never happened. Um, it's left a scar on me that, you know, I have kids now. Shit, if I see even gym class playing hockey and everybody's running around holding their sticks above their waist, like waving yeah, them around. Yeah, no, I know. I Put them on the ground. I, it scares the shit yeah. out of me. My neighbors are playing street hockey out front, and my kids go and play, and I say, hey, listen, you got to put a mask on, and they're like, 
why do I have to put a mask on? The neighbors don't. I'm like, your na- the neighbors don't ha- know what they're doing. Right, 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 right. The neighbors literally have no idea what's going on. Right. So, uh, I, I, uh, I admire the the strength and like what you went through in order to continue to play for much longer in your life, uh, despite having like pretty traumatic experience happen. Well, you could Thank also you. get hurt really bad playing hole hockey <laughs> and, playing, yeah. and playing street hockey with the kids out front. I well, believe, you, well, I believe yeah, I've got, gotten stitches on both yeah. of those. Yeah, so we used yeah. to play. Well, so you, like, came out they one. They checked you me. Li- you checked Hold on, hold on. These guys, these two kids checked me so into the we used to play hall. Ball. We used to play hall hockey at night so we would get done playing street hockey or we would come home from ice hockey practice we would go into the house we would play hall hockey and once in a blue moon dad would come and join us and like i'm gonna play and he would play and i would be darius casperitis and i would i checked his head into the corner of a wall and literally like split his face open my number one son on our knees playing (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. As a child, I'm like, like my eye is white off, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" No, so he, so he was like, "Oh shit!" He like got up and he like you know just like wandered off into the darkness, got in his car and drove away. Another time, we were playing out in front of the house, and he's like, "Oh my god, Dad's gonna come and play with us!" Yeah, right? yeah. and he went Drop and he just of the puck. He Literally. drops the puck. We do the face off. We go right after it. Puck flies directly straight up, hits him in the it face, splits, splits him left. wide open. Yeah, yeah. He literally just dropped the puck it. and then walked to the car, got in the car, just drove away. <laughs> Three stitches later, yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> no, but hall hockey was a culture. Hall hockey was was every single tournament that we would go. We would all be in the hotel and stuff. All the parents would be down by the bar hanging out, and all the kids would be upstairs playing hall hockey. And with those little sticks, I mean, it was so much. It looked like so much fun. That's why I tried to play with you until Billy hurt me. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying, even, even at home, me and Billy used to play... Every and, day, and, and right? Literally, no, it was absolutely. like we absolutely. we had the we had the we had a flat puck. It was oh, right, right. I, yeah, I, absolutely. I, the, like I I know exactly. We had a flat I know exactly. puck that we could shoot like it, it was, was a right. real puck. Yeah, yeah. like I could yeah. put it under the doorknob. Yes, yeah, yeah. I could put no, it under yeah, the doorknob. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. I we had the Hall of Fame, and it was the the Hall. No, I know. and like I would be in front deflecting pucks. Yeah, it just I'm saying it had like all you know dings like the entire. Yeah, we knew how to play. Hallway it. Yeah. was just like completely wrecked because we were just, you know, <laughs> throwing each other into it and everything. But yeah, we had that that little foam puck that was just again. I you, could you could you could fire. Oh that. my god, you could. Yeah, that was. And you couldn't even have a, a plastic stick. You needed a wooden stick because right. we like had we, we like we like it needed so much yeah. flex. Right. Yeah. And you needed Van Halen playing. You needed, uh, exactly, <laughs> you did, you did. You needed Unchained playing. Um, you know, one of the things that was really, it wasn't funny, but it was entertaining, uh, was after we had gotten really into it, Dad had gotten into it, and he, like, 
bought a pair of skates and bought oh, all this yeah, equipment. Yeah. Monumentally, yeah. And then it wasn't like you were this versed hockey player. You pretty much taught yourself how to play hockey and ended up um, playing in men's sea league hockey, which is super cool. And like to this day, like I, I would, uh, I kind of, I kind of wish I was playing in. The I'm out. I, well, I, 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 I couldn't wait. It. I couldn't wait until you were going to turn 17 so you could play with. Well, you had to be 18, but I faked my birth I certificate. I know. Well, and I got in and I played as an 18 year old or a 17 year old in an 18 year old men league, men's league. All right, this is. Let's start this from the beginning. Let's rewind. So my father joins a men's league. And he is not necessarily, we didn't know anything about men's league hockey. And we realized that it's very violent and people are fighting and there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. And there's right. People just getting, you know, 18 year old people or, you know, guys just like getting off of work, just crushing beers. Yeah. Having a six pack and just like looking for a fight. Yeah. And we start going to the games, and um, we're like the only kids at the games. And we're literally the only people, the only and we have kids. air horns, right? <laughs> <laughs> waiting for dad to it, score it, his it, first it, goal. And, and <laughs> there's like these guys that are like kind of like notorious for being like you know tough guys and fighting and having problems, and um, we <laughs> we saw. We saw John Cardini break his leg. Which oh, was, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you remember yeah. that? Oh, horrible that was? That was horrible. Um, that's, that was not a highlight. But we did see a bunch of guys that we kind of knew that were, like, the dickheads of the league. And Dad's team would be playing this guy. And all of a sudden, like, they would start going at it. And, oh, I wanted to kill him. And I remember, like, everyone would start fighting. And the fights would start on the ice. And it would lead to off the ice. And the police would come. And all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff. A lot of police. A lot yeah, of police. A lot of police. A lot of police growing up. Yeah. More police than I've ever had in my adult <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like, way more. Um, yeah, I, I remember... Um, and I remember, like, thinking to myself, like, I'm going to play versus these guys. And, and like, knowing that, like, I could skate. At that time, I was skating all the time. And I was like, I could skate with these guys. And, like, I'm stronger on my feet than most of these guys. And I know who the problem is. And they're not going to know who I am. And I faked my birth certificate. And I joined a men's league. Was I on the team with you the first you year? You were, and it was the team against Staten and I, Island and, that and, were and, playing. And I was like, and kids. I was like, I'm gonna play like I'm Scott Stevens. Like, if you're in front of the net, I'm gonna like stick you between the legs and then like push your helmet over your eyes from behind, and like we're gonna get into it. And like if you come down the boards, I'm gonna like wedge you off at my ass. And like, I was like, all right, let's do this. And at the time, like, what do I care? Like, if I get beat up, I'm 18. Like, I don't give a Like, I've been beat up my whole life. So I started doing this, and I got, like, grown men that are, like, I'm fighting grown men. And I'm not a big dude. Like, and on the ice, I could wrestle somebody to the ground. But they were, like, when I get off the ice, I'm kicking your ass. And I was, like... Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not part of that thing here, pal. I didn't sign up for that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what do you mean? No, 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 no. That's not how it works. 
And they were like, oh, when I get off the ice, I'm, I'm beating your ass, dude. And I was like, oh, geez. And I remember, and like, Kim was going to the games, and she was, like, yelling. And I was like, oh, geez. And I remember at the end of one of my games, there was this guy. He had, like, a goatee, and, like, he was this, like, notorious tough guy who used to, like, kind of, like, like a Randy McKay that would, like, go around and, like, fight people and stuff. The Randy McKay of, 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 of men's yeah, of sea uh, leagues. <laughs> and he came around, and I was, like, getting after him. And at the end of the game, the, the game was over. And he just skated down the ice from behind. And he was a grown man. I was eight, I was 17. And he just cross-checked me right between the soldiers and dropped me to the ice and then got on top of me and started punching me in the head. And you was, were laughing. And I was, la- I was laughing because I was like, oh, my God, it's the guy. Like, I, right. I got the guy that, like, everybody hates to, like, the game's over and he's coming after me. Like, I, I kind of, I got him. Like, and he was, like, hitting me and people were screaming and everybody started fighting and everything. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like, maybe this isn't. So I, no, and but, I remember wait, can, going can, after him. Or something like the next game or whatever, skating as fast as I can. No, 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 no. That was. No, this is completely different. Can we talk about another fight? That when you and I don't want to bring up names, but nobody move or break his break his neck. We're playing men's league, men's league hockey, C league. And I'm playing for uh, the the organization that I was coaching it's in. It's a charity. Yeah. We're playing in a charity thing. And um, I'm next to the president of the league, who's as bad a hockey player as I am. And we're playing against uh, state troopers, we'll call them. And, um, and all of a sudden, like, a skirmish breaks out. And one of the guys that I was like, this guy shouldn't be a coach. It's like he's just he's got. He, he was a coach of. of he was my a, co- he was uh, a of coach of. He was he was a uh, coach of like squirt hockey. That he wound up, he bashed some kid's head against uh, the. And I was like, uh, this guy should not be a coach. But he wound up. He wound up. A fight breaks out on the ice, and he grabs this kid. He's like 22 years old, behind the net. And he gets on top of him because he's like 240 pounds, and this kid's like 150 well, 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 soaking let, wet. Hey, wait, let's let's not let's not not acknowledge that like when a fight breaks out on the ice, like it is scary. Like if you're involved in a fight where everyone's no, fighting, no, absolutely, but, right? But this, but this, but per, this guy, but this guy in particular has hit particular the other was, guy. He's on his back, and he has him oh, by the the face mask. And he's holding him up, and he's like, he's worried that people are going to come and knock him off of him. And he's like, stay back or I'll break his neck. And I look over at the president of our league, and I'm like, he's your squirt hockey coach. (laughs) And he's threatening to break his neck. (laughs) I'm like, this is just wrong. It's like, I'm not judging or whatever, but this is just wrong. Can I get a uh, Baca Club? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys, but I have to drink too. Uh, Um, And he he was threatening to kill this kid 
over a men's league game. It's like, I don't get it. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, we're not gonna we're gonna bring up who who it was. But we're not gonna bring up no, that, and we're not but, even gonna get close to to who it was. But um, yeah, that's uh, or just like I remember chasing people around the ice that that uh, chasing people around the ice that hit Billy, and like not being a good skater, like taking a full force run at somebody, and them just like. Just ducking, just being smart, and doing like a 360 over them. <laughs> I'd like go into the bench and throwing up in the garbage can. <laughs> no, you weren't going after people for going after me. You were just, someone would go you and you would go after them, and then like. I just didn't have the. You'd be flying I didn't have the, the skill like, to. Yeah. No, you didn't. Hit them. All right. Well, uh,. How about this? We go to a Devils game, and Marty Brodeur played in, what, 75%, 80%, 90% of the games when we were growing up. We get to this game. First of all, all right, let's bring this back for a second. All I wanted for Christmas was a Marty Brodeur jersey, an authentic. And my parents go out of their way to not get, like, some replica. They get, like, the real deal sewn on. But they spelled the name wrong on the back. It, uh, it was brutal. So I had a Brodeur jersey where the E and the U were backwards. And uh, I wasn't getting another one. So I wore it knowing that um, this is it. Like, this is my jersey. It was embarrassing, but I lived with it. But we ended up, we went to a game and... Um, Brodeur wasn't playing, and we were very disappointed, obviously. I mean, any time that you have the best goaltender in the world, that's your, you know, he's my favorite player, him and Scott Stevens. You want to see him playing. And on this night, Corey Schwab was going to play. So they were playing the New York Islanders. In that, on the other side is Tommy Soderstrom. And um, thank you. And... Uh, Tommy Soderstrom had that big birdcage mask, and we ended up, the game goes into, like, the first period, and this fight breaks out, and Corey Schwab skates to the other end of the ice, and when I tell you he beat the shit out of Tommy Soderstrom, he, he, that bird, the birdcage mask was, like, such a good gripping tool he ripped his helmet off of him and literally with his mullet and he had like a tail Schwab literally got like 20 clean punches in on him and split his face open and the place was going crazy it was the only goalie fight game I've ever been a part of um, and then what was cool was Brodor got to come into the game so uh, Kyle do you remember the game when Corey Schwab beat up Tommy Soderstrom. Of course I do. But can I just backtrack? I'm sorry, I was peeing real quick. Um, you shouldn't not go through this podcast without bringing up Derek Percy. Uh, who? And, 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 who? And Derek, Derek Percy. Oh, oh, love Derek. And, and, and Derek Percy uh, was one of my best friends. He had passed, he's passed away. But we came up and I 
I feel like a lot of my friends I fought. Like, that's how I became friends with them. And uh, Derek was one of them. We He played on a, an opposing team, and we got into a fight. And I got thrown out of a game. I was punching them. They threw me out of the game. And um, he was probably the strongest on the sheet short yeah. man he was a great hockey player he yeah. was so freaking strong yeah he was he was like such a good guy he was he was a i mean he loved hockey as much as anybody his jersey is up in the winding river hanging up in there retired and um you know he's a it's sad but he's a guy that we we used to just like talk like Jacques Lemaire <laughs> oh, Derek, why don't you go to the bar and get me, like, uh, <laughs> 10 beers, okay? <laughs> his dad was salt of the earth, too. Yeah, so, his, so, his, so like his dad was... Big was shout out to coach. Dale. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was my coach. And, Dale's awesome. And, um, and I remember at one point, <laughs> uh, we got into a fight. We were on the same team, and we were fighting. At one point, we, me and Derek played uh, defense. We were a defensive pairing for a season, and it was awesome because he was such a good skater, and he was so strong, and he knew the game so well. And I would go and, like, kind of, like, take more risks, and I don't know. I knew that he had my back. We got into a fight, and uh, the whole bench, the other team's bench came off the they all came off the bench and we got in, and it was just five of us on the ice and we were getting beat up and I just look up and our coach is like stay back nobody off the bench and meanwhile yeah the entire in the entire other team is beating us up and he's like we're gonna play a classy yeah. and I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. now's not the time yeah. to play a classy yeah. like I played let, golf with that guy. Yeah. I remember yelling at him after that. <laughs> let, let, let him play. Let him play. <laughs> I'm like, what? But one of my coaches, we, we were at a game, and uh, there was a fight that broke out, and they escorted everybody off of the ice, and the game was still going on, and the kid was waiting off the ice. And uh, we we're coming off the ice, and the kid comes out of the locker room, and he's ready to, like, attack a player on our team. And our coach, like, grabs the kid and is like, yo, yo, back up. And the kid's dad was right there, and he was like, don't touch my kid. And our coach just punched him right in the face, broke his nose, splattered his face. And we were like, oh, shit. And everybody started fighting. And then he got locked up. Like, I remember cops were there. Yeah, police came. They, they They took everybody out of there. And it was like... A lot of police, a lot of fighting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the message what, we're trying to send. That's not what but, I'm trying uh, to send. I think no, it's. I think I it's. Re- I think it's ridiculous. That's but why we're talking. Like, but it is a very emotional sport and stuff. And people talk about soccer moms and this and that. But until you play hockey, it's like. You know, you don't know what emotional is. You know. You see your kids on the ice, like really taking hard runs and stuff. It's it's hard to watch. It's really yeah. Hard. I mean, Kyle, what was it? Robbie Fatorik's son. Robbie Fatorik's son. Yeah, that was one of mine. That was one of one of the things that I had. I remember being in Montclair 
and Kyle playing the whoever the Montclair the Saints. Cl- the Saints playing the Saints. And Robbie Fatorik was the coach of the Devils, and his son was playing against him, and he cross-checked Kyle, like, right in the throat. Like, it was, it's like one of those things that, that's like, you see your kid get, like, crunched and stuff, it's one thing. But if you have somebody giving you two-hand cross-check, like, right in the Adam's apple, they can crush your windpipe and stuff. Kyle went down to the ground. He's flopping around. I started running around, going to run around the, the glass. And Chris Canale was like, stop, stop. And I was like, I really thought that you were leaving in an ambulance. And all of a sudden, Chris went out there, and he wound up settling you down. They threw uh, Robbie Fatorik's son in the uh, in the. The penalty box, and as Kyle is skating off the ice, he beelines over for the penalty box and dives over the the, the boards <laughs> and like jumps the kid in the box. And I was like, yes, yes, yes! I was so happy. It was like it was such a bad, it was such a dirt bag move, man. That was, uh, yeah. You got any? You got any more? I got a million more, but do you, you know? We, do you really want to keep going? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If you got one more, if you have anything good, if I have anything good, okay. Let me see if I have any good. Anything good? Um, I have the Fatoric thing on here. Uh, oh yes, I do. I have one more good one. Um. Kyle is playing a hockey tournament in Warwick, Pennsylvania. And we're playing, you know, and we're playing in a tournament that we got a shot at winning. It's like, you know, it's, it's, they're not great teams out there in Pennsylvania. And we're there early in the morning. It's like, he's young. He's probably a squirt. And Billy's with me. And Billy comes running out of one of the rinks. And he's like, Dad, Dad, you got to see this and stuff. The the fight. The, yeah, go. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, this game. It, the game got chippy before our game. And as the teams are leaving the ice, one of the hockey moms is upset that her son got hit too hard on the ice and she leans over the bleachers as the kids are going behind the bleachers to the locker room and spits on him. It's like class move. Jeez. It doesn't get worse than that. It was like it was did you really do that and And the and rightfully so yeah the other mom came running over and just clocked her, and it's like it turned they're into a, rolling down the bleachers yeah. fighting. These two hockey moms, like, throwing haymakers, like, rolling down. Billy's like, it's early in the morning. I'm trying to get a coffee at the, the snack bar, and, and he's like, oh, you've got to see this. you got to see this. And was that Yeah, a- it was crazy. I mean, I never seen a... 
I've never seen a parent spit on a child like that. Spit on crazy. a twelve-year-old kid. Man. It's like what's going through your regardless head? of what's going on in the game. I mean, that's really nuts. Um, and yeah, yeah, the parents just started going at it, and people were rolling down the bleachers, and it turned into complete chaos uh, at like eight thirty in the morning. I mean, complete chaos. Uh, women, especially. And it's weird. I mean, you know what? Like, until you become a parent, you don't realize, you know, it's like, as a kid, I was like, geez, look at these animals. And it's like, and now I'm a parent, and I'm like, you know what? Someone spit on my kid. They'd have a big problem. I'd be I mad, mean. too. I'd be mad, too. I don't know that the response is... But who spits is, on a kid? Nobody spits on a kid. You deserve and to get I your ass kicked. I don't know that the response is right, but it's like, you know, believe me, I defended you My guys point is you just don't know life. what you would do in that you situation. Don't you don't know. But what we do know is you wouldn't be the person that spit on someone else's yeah, kid. you wouldn't and be. So it's like the whole thing is... The whole thing is gross, and there's no there's no place for it. And obviously, youth hockey. You're but. gonna defend your kids, like yeah, just like anybody else. And even if it's at a day after Christmas sale in the Freehold Mall, it's like who knows what's gonna oh, happen. <laughs> well, I think you've heard enough about me and my family at this point. I just hope right. that you guys have enjoyed all this, and I hope that we can. Uh, resonate with everybody a little bit more and you have a little bit of understanding as to who we are and how long we've been around the game and what the game means to us and when you're listening to us evaluate the devils know that you're in good hands and it's from people who have uh watched the game and been a part of the game for a very long time and and lived it you know what i mean i think that's i think that's important i really do um Thank you, Billy. Thank you for having Thank me you, on. Billy. Really appreciate it. That was it. fun. It's, and um, I, uh, I love, I love listening to the podcast. Yeah, so. no, it's been a lot of fun. This is our second year, and I think we're we're doing pretty damn good. Yeah, for we're, and we're way off topic because Billy is like, Billy has all the stats, and he has so much hockey knowledge that you know you're gonna learn a lot of stuff. And this is, this is just the fun stuff. I'm, I'm like. Baba Booey, uh, I could just add the fun stuff that we did. Like, you know, it's just not the the factual stuff that you do. Well, I'm, uh, thanks for all the visuals, Dad. Those were, that was really cool. Did you like that? I did. Did you like that? I, really I was did. so happy when I was finding that stuff in the garage. I was like, I couldn't wait to give it to that you. That was guys. awesome. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Trap Podcast, live one from Asheville, North Carolina. We are at the Aris Hotel, Kempton. Hope you guys all enjoyed this. We got the Devils first preseason game of the season on Monday. Let's get it. Let's go, Devils. My name is Bill Fox. Let's go.
in the painting. 